Hello, my name is Deshaun Robinson with the Doors Open, Open Connect podcast, and this is my co-host, Rick Haas, and thank you for listening. We look forward to bringing you a ton of value in this week's episode, so let's get into the meat and potatoes. In this week's episode, we're going to recap some of last week's stats and results through the connections that were made through our DOC app platform. And we're going to dive a little deeper on open houses. Deshaun, what were some of the things you saw and you liked about the open houses this week? Well, I saw a lot of really positive, great things, um, not just this past week, but the weekend before as well. Um, an agent took a job to host a DOC open house, and we showed up in Estero and Gridenza. His open house sign was uh, open house was one of many, but he made sure to be on the list. He had it visible. Um, he had the uh, correct color-coded community open house signs. He also had the sign-in sheet, as I mentioned, um, right where it needed to be. Um, and he's also a United States Army veteran and had a polo and dress pants. Um, so he was very welcoming and inviting and, and everybody appreciates, especially um, as we do, anybody who's been in our armed forces and, our, and, and in the service. Um, the condo was well lit with the sliding glass doors open with the breeze blowing through. Um, and we went to another one just down the block. We, uh, that open house smelled like home-baked cookies, which was all, is always welcoming. Um, the whole condo smelled. Uh, smelled really good. It smelled really I good. I want to take the whole tray of cookies home. <laughs> it was good. They were good. Um, the TVs were on playing right next to the golf course at that, that the wide open balcony overlooks, which was um, pretty interesting as well. So if you and love it was right on a tee off too. So it was a nice condo if you love golf. Exactly. And we went to another open house and the realtor um, obviously was busy on the phone and all the lights were off in the home. Um, he welcomed us in, but after further discussion, he had mentioned he is not a fan of hosting open houses, only does so uh, to please his sellers. At this point, we brought up the value that DOC potentially has to offer to busy agents like himself, who had, who at the time had over 17 listings and had to drive back the night before from an event in Miami where he had to speak at just to hold the house open. Uh, one of the agents who hosted over the weekend had seven walk-ins and is now working with two interested buyers, and we're also... Um, excited to announce that the agent who was paid through DOC two weeks ago uh, to show two properties here in Naples and two in Lehigh uh, for the agent who was simultaneously showing properties up in New Jersey saw someone peeking in one of the listings after he closed up and finished the showing and he opened back up for them and is now in the process of getting them pre-approved all because he stayed around to help those folks out. Completely separate buyers so in essence he got paid to show the properties and also will receive a referral fee if the agent from New Jersey purchases uh, one of the, the homes. And he is also up, he, he also picked up a serious buyer all through the DOC connection. Also, the, um, the agents from New Jersey receives coverage and he also may close a deal because of these showings. That's a pretty cool thing. You, you just got done doing a showing and then all of a sudden uh, someone comes to check out the house and you show them the house and now you're working with them. I mean, that's pretty sweet deal. And that, I mean, that's the types of win-wins we know we can bring to people, um, and that's the type of success stories that we're, we're looking for. Absolutely. So let's talk more about agents who are too busy or not fans of open houses, and let's uh, dispel some myths and uncover the thinking behind the mentality and the thought process. I know that I've heard agents talk to me that have a lot of listings, but they don't like doing open houses, and there's a stereotype around that. Um, when new agents come into their office, those agents that don't like doing open houses kind of shed some of that negative energy off on them. And now new agents don't feel like doing open houses because they're being told that they don't work. And that's unfortunate, Rick. You know, that's, 
there's a, there's a lot that goes into open houses, and um, you know our, our special guest today will will get into that in detail. But um, just because the open house doesn't work for somebody, especially a seasoned agent, generally it's because they don't want to do them, um, and that's okay. Open houses are not for everybody to do, but there are plenty of talented people out there. People that are hungry, that are looking, and they're um, they're, fre they're fresh. They're excited about uh, getting into a career in, uh, in real estate, and that kind of negative energy uh, is portrayed onto them, and then they're timid and they don't want to do any open house. They do one, maybe one person walks through, maybe nobody walks through, um, and then all of a sudden they're set up for failure because that one person that comes in, they're working with a realtor, but they just, the lead up to that open house event, um, you know, the beginning, the, the marketing, the advertising for that event, uh, how you are able to approach people, you're in the people business, are you shaking hands, are you allowing them to look around um, the home, or are you the car salesman, are you, are you on top of them and, uh, uh, you know, annoying them in essence. I, I, same thing, I hate when I get out at a car dealership, I got seven guys rushing up to me trying to sell me the next thing. It's Telling you how they, they have a car better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get you in a car, no matter what, you know, always asking questions. You do have to do ask some questions, but in, you do it in a subtle way, and you need to build rapport with the, the visitors that walk through the door first. Um, so, again, uh, they work, but we'll go into uh, detail a little bit further here about um, how, how they should be set up, set for success, I should say. So tell me, what are some of your suggestions when you, when you pick an open house? Uh, when I pick up an open house, what I would do, technically, uh, I would try to get one as early as Monday um, and start marketing and advertising for that upcoming weekend. I would also um, look for any holidays that are coming. we got St. Patty's Day coming up now. Uh, I would probably purchase something like some, you know, some beans to make it, you know, fun. Um, maybe do an Irish car bomb. Uh, uh, you, could, you could do samples of corned beef and cabbage whatever whatever that may be I do not want them leaving the house whether they're gonna buy with me or um, purchase with somebody else or list with somebody else I don't I still want them to remember that particular house and that particular event and I also want them to remember me so something with my name on it uh, whether it's a car freshener air freshener green um, st. Patty's Day uh, and then I will go and go further from there and then obviously just market it social 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 can't can't get enough marketing out there to stay in front of people because people forget and you just have to to remind them yeah you want them to feel comfortable and welcoming when they come into your open house you want them to remember your open house absolutely that's it so let's see here um, let's get in. here to join us is our special guest Stephanie Ross Director of Operations with Keller Williams here in Naples, and she is also an open house specialist and teaches their, um, their seventh level open house course. Welcome to Doors Open Connect podcast, and thank you for joining us. Rick and I were actually secretly looking for an open house specialist or expert for our next podcast, and it was like fate, as Rosa Madrid of Move Movement Mortgage, who has been supporting and helping us get the word out, told me I'd be, I'd be bumping into you at the broker open. Um, so thank you, Rosa. We really appreciate it. And it, if you don't mind, Stephanie, uh, telling us a little bit about your background and what interests you to pursue a career in real estate. 
Yes, thank you guys for having me, first of all. So I am, um, I started in real estate, we'll go there, three years ago by joining my mom. She has a team at Keller Williams, and I joined actually as her assistant, so that's where the director of operations came to. I kind of grew into that position. And now, it was just the wrong seat on the bus for me. I'm not a systems person or anything like that. And I knew for my personality, I needed to get back into the sales side of things. So actually, um, open houses is one of the ways that I use to grow my business. And let's see, my background is that I came from Scotland, actually, in 2000. Our whole family lived here, um, came here in 2000. And I peeked into real estate because my whole family's in real estate. <laughs> They're all with Keller Williams. And I kind of was, I was in the vet tech business before. And I'm like, you know, I can't go as far as I want to go in life with this job. And it was just a little bit overwhelming. And I decided, you know, I'm going to jump in with them. I never thought I would in a million years. But after being in a family that talks real estate constantly around the dinner table, I knew it was the right thing to do. So three years ago, I jumped in with my mom, and about a year and a half ago, I quit my job and went full-time into real estate. So it's been a great journey since then. That's awesome. By the way, I'm dying to go to Scotland. Yes, you got to get over there. It's, hey, and with this coronavirus thing going around, <laughs> I looked up flights yesterday, and it's probably like less than $600. Wow. So that is unheard of. I might be on one of them flights. Exactly. Yeah, we'll be on the next flight. <laughs> Well, that's great. Um, can you explain to our listeners what the seventh level open house is and what the process is uh, to be able to teach that course? Yeah, so it's actually um, a course that was created through at Keller Williams. We have what's called Keller Williams University. So we're a training company as well as a real estate company and all that jazz. And the seventh level open houses is one of the courses that was created. So it kind of um, goes through how to have a seventh level open house. So seventh level would kind of be like the top, you know, you're doing it at a great job. And um, I got into teaching that actually just because I would say open houses was kind of my one thing. And they reached out to me and asked me to start teaching it. So I've been doing that in the office with newer agents and they actually have to go through the course in order to host open houses. And then also um, I get to listen to the guy that created the course a lot and, you know, feed off of him and learn from what he's telling his massive team. And it's great. So it's just really how to host it at the highest level. That's perfect. Exactly what we're looking for. <laughs> What are some of the tactics you use to get agents, especially some of the newer, hungrier agents excited and more comfortable hosting open houses? Well, I definitely say first, like going through the class, I always see them like having little ahas. I can see the little light bulbs go off in their heads when they're in the class with me. And then also, um, I'll have them shadow people. A lot of them, newer agents will either do it together so they feel more comfortable the first couple times, like hosting the open house, or if they want to sh um, shadow like a seasoned agent, they're more than welcome to do that, just to see like how the conversation kind of goes and how it's set up. And you know, it just makes you feel more comfortable that way. And then also in just ensuring them that it is a great way for new agents to grow their business. And like you were saying, sometimes um, it could be 
what's the word, like deceiving, you go to one, no one comes through or one person comes through and that always tell them, you know, it's about consistency with anything in any business. You know, the first time it's not gonna, it might be a slam dunk, you know, it could turn out great. But a lot of times it's just keep doing it no matter what. Cause one day it will pay off, I promise. (laughs) It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Yeah, my first open house, I had zero people come through, and I was nervous. I was sweating. I forgot how to use the super to get into the door. <laughs> um, and then last minute, I had my sign placement. So it was a learning process my first time. My second time was much better, and since then, I've had success through open houses. So can you share with us some of the success stories from open houses you've experienced and maybe within the brokerage? Yeah, so it's funny that you asked because yesterday we were all just like talking, we had our sales meeting and we were talking about some great successes actually over the past weekend that a couple agents in our office had. So um, two of the agents in our office both held open houses. It was the first week their listing was on the market, so it's typically hotter, you know, those ones. And they both got multiple offers and they're under contract right now for you know, through the open house, which is just showing that the home shows really well and it's priced right, which is, you know, everything that needs to sell a home. Um, we've double-sided off of open houses before. Same thing, been on the market. Usually we'll list a house on a Thursday, hold it open on a Sunday, and it turned out great. So That's some great cool. things that can happen out there. Absolutely. They work. I'm telling you, they work. Yep. I know you teach an in-depth training course that you were just talking about, but just in a brief overview, what marketing strategies might you suggest for someone marketing for an upcoming open house? So I have lots of suggestions on this. Um, I would definitely say send out an email to your entire database. So obviously all the people that you know already, um, people that you've worked with in the past, maybe friends, family, things like that. Just send out an email saying that you're hosting the open house. Definitely call them to invite them, especially if you know of people that have friends looking or family members looking. You can let them know, you know, to send them through that weekend or something. Obviously put it on the MLS because that feeds out to all of our um, Zillow, Realtor, Redfin, all those things that people are typically looking at. And then I'd also say social media posts. Definitely do that, like leading up until it pretty much every day. Um, Instagram is super powerful now, which I'm learning hashtags are the thing. So be be <laughs> hashtagging. And then um, def- you can run paid ads. And then I would also go around and door knock or call to invite the neighbors. So my rule of thumb is typically 20 of them, especially if it's like, I'll do 20, uh, five in the front, five to the side, five to the right, and then five like on the same side as me. Okay. So. And again, that's just showing the neighbors that you're a proactive agent too. So it's a great way to pick up possible listings or possible clients. Awesome. What are some tips you would give others to make sure that they are set up for a successful open house? So I'd say if they've never been to the house, if it's not their listing, I would suggest going to preview the home so they're familiar before showtime because that is your time to shine during the open house hours. So you want to be prepared. I'd say find out as much information as you can about the community and what the fees are if it's in an HOA because that is typically a question that comes up. Um, Things like the AC, the age of the roof, that type of thing. Um, I get asked that a lot. And I'd say, especially here in Naples, it's important to know if it's in a golf community, know if it's a bundled golf, know if it's optional, find out what those types of fees include because 
you want to look like the local expert and that's one way to do it you know people want to know that type of thing because if the fees are expensive like crazy some of them around here are like 30 grand a year it might just turn someone off completely you know so definitely know that and then i'd say get there early to set up all of your marketing um, your sign-in sheet your food drinks um, things that you're giving away and then I think I was telling you guys this too, have a digital flyer on your phone because if you do end up running out of print material, you can text it to them and then that's also like a great way to get their information too. So especially their phone number. Smart, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so. Uh, I've been in more than a few open houses where I know agents have had walk-ins but only a first name is filled out or the sheet is empty. What advice would you give agents when prospective buyer doesn't want to fill out any information? So I had a few things um, written down for this. I'd say always ask them to sign in for the owner's records. It's important that we have a record of everyone that comes through the house. Um, if they object to that, I would just advise them that we always want to keep our customers best interest and that if I was selling their home, I would do the same for them. Um, they typically understand at this point, you know, it's, they're like, okay, I would want my agent to do that for me. So then they go ahead and sign in. Sometimes I'll also walk over to the sheet and see that if it's not filled out correctly, um, ask them for the information. So something it would be like, oh, it looks like I didn't get your phone number. Um, what's the best number I could reach you at? So if there is any changes to the price or anything on this home, I can notify you about it right away. Um, that could work. And then also a fun way of getting them to sign is having a raffle. So you could have something as simple as like a Starbucks gift card, maybe $25 or something. And you can have them put it in the box and say you're gonna do a drawing. You could do the drawing on Facebook Live, something like that. Because um, who doesn't love free coffee or free things in general? Right. So it's a fun way and you know people like to do that. And then kind of like you said also earlier, building the report, it's really, meaningful to get to know the people that walk through your house and to um, ask them questions and just build that relationship yeah free free is a powerful word um, so what are some of the most creative things you've seen where you've walked into an open house and were blown away or thought wow that's that's a great idea yeah I'd say the raffle prize idea was one of those things for sure um, we use an open house like doormat, so for the front door that says welcome open house and it has like our team logo on it. And this is especially helpful in condos where, you know, there could be four doors and you can't really put a sign there because it's on the second floor and it's easy to see like, hey, that's the open house. I've actually had um, someone go up to one of the doors because it was a beautiful day and everyone had their doors open. And these people, they said, where's the open house? And the neighbor was like, don't you see the doormat? So I'm like, hey, it's, it's working. Um, I've also seen like candles, you know, playing some music. It just makes it feel really welcoming. And then like you were saying too earlier about giveaways, like having the air freshener, I'd say, you know, koozies, sunscreen, um, bottles, openers, anything like that with your logo on it. Like we live here in Florida, people are gonna use that type of thing, so. Especially if you cool. get custom-made uh, hand sanitizer <laughs> bottles now that you hand out um, at your open house yeah, now. that would be very popular. Right <laughs> or soap. <laughs> okay. All right. What are some of the things you wouldn't suggest or we say the don'ts that maybe you've seen done at an open house? 
I definitely say don't be lazy. So you were kind of talking about this in the beginning of it too, like not turning the lights on and things. Well, what's the point in even being there? So from my perspective, I say is you never know when the seller is going to walk through your door, especially if it's an open house that's not your listing and you don't know the seller. They could walk in and you don't even know who they are, you know, so it's it's just make sure like this is your time to shine and you want to be showing new potential customers um, why they want to work with someone like you. So just stand out, dress professional and know your facts you know don't show up late and you don't want to um, miss guests or have them waiting outside there's nothing worse and I've heard from um, customers of my own that they went to open houses and they're like it started at 1 it was 1 30 and they're still not there so it's like that just reflects badly to you as an agent and even to the listing and we're, we're in a professional business too I mean how, how how unprofessional is that you know and that's why you know we we've, we've implemented some of those um, those features in our in our app to, to for accountability but um, if you don't want to be there don't be there you know it's your time it's somebody else's time yeah you know? she's right the seller could walk in and be like why are all the lights off you're dressed unprofessionally you're talking to your your best friend over the phone like you know it you got to make sure you're professional at all times and, and dress to impress you never know who's going to walk through the door exactly and it could result badly like in, in losing the listing having the listing agent that you're hosting it for lose the listing you know you just don't want that to happen so and, and naples is our area naples is very small and we see each other out all the time and we're always doing deals together so reputation is everything you know um, exactly don't be lazy folks <laughs> <laughs> Um, how do you feel about the Doors Open Connect opportunity in our platform trying to network and bring agents from different agencies together in collaboration? Lost me on that one. Okay, I love what you guys are doing um, with this in general. So I think it's a great way for agents to help each other out as well as get to know each other. Like you said, we live in a small town and a lot of us know each other. Um, and I think there's nothing better than doing a deal with an agent that you can call a friend. So I love doing deals with people that I know, and I know that I'm helping them grow their business, vice versa. So especially like this way, we're all getting to know each other. Um, and as I've said to you guys before, it is so important to have collaboration over competition in this business and um, in this town that we live in. As there's enough business to go around for everyone, especially those people that are hungry enough to go out and do whatever it takes to get it. So now with your app, agents have no excuse not to host an open house because it's easy to find and they could do it for any brokerage. So I just think it's a great idea and also love that it kind of is helping them get into a different price point because I know we've talked about there's been, you know, some $900,000 listings on there and whatnot. Well, it could be an agent that's just used to sitting maybe 300 to 500,000. They want to increase their price point. Like it's a great way for them to be able to do that too. So I just think it's going to be a great addition to everything in this real estate industry. Perfect. That's great. Um, sorry to throw you off guard there. I know I went, went around one of the questions <laughs> here, but, uh, what are some of the, um, what are some safety measures and tips that you teach in your class when it pertains to uh, agents so they feel safe and are taking precautions? Yeah, this is a great question too and something that we definitely cover. So I'd say um, back to partnering and having people shadow, you could do that. Um, have a buddy that knows the location and the time that you will be doing an open house and maybe have this person check in with you 
around four o'clock if it's ending at four or you know let them know I'm gonna text you um, if they don't hear from you that would obviously raise a concern I'd say also in this age of smartphones we have location sharing and I know there's like that find my friend thing like share your location with someone so they can kind of keep an eye on you too I share mine personally with um, my mom and also with Rosa that you mentioned so I know like she could check on me if she wanted to and then I'd say to I mean carry pepper spray if maybe if you feel super uncomfortable get if you have a jacket or a blazer or something you can stick it in the pocket and then I also like to tell people just to know an exit strategy so if you've super feeling uncomfortable and like you need to go outside or something, just know how you're gonna get out the house. And then that leads me to not walking in front of people. So kind of let them walk in front of you and then kind of direct them. So say the kitchen's over here or the bedroom's over here and this and let them go take a look around, but you don't wanna put yourself in a vulnerable position to be standing in front of them. God forbid anything were to happen. Right. So yeah. those are just some of my tips. That's very good. So as important as it is to market an open house leading up to an event, staging the home correctly to make it feel welcoming, how important is the follow-up and what do you teach your team about it? So I say the fortune is in the follow-up with anything sales. So you have to make sure and call them either the same day or the following day and thank them for stopping by and then um, ask them questions and find out more about their plans to purchase or sell. And then if you get an address, it's a great idea to send a handwritten thank you note card just to, for saying thank you to come by. I actually sent out like five of those from my open house this past weekend. And then also um, send out thank you emails to thank people for stopping by. And then it's just all about standing out. So just show that you're different. You're not just there taking up a couple hours looking busy. You know, you're actually following up because the fortune is in the follow-up. You're right. <laughs> follow-up is very important. I've talked to agents that are like, Rick, I'm doing open houses all the time. And I say, okay, well, how's your follow-up? Well, why well, call them, you know, five or six days or sometimes a week after? And it's like, well, that's five, six, seven days that they could have found another realtor to work with. So the follow-up is very, very important. Exactly. And sometimes they forget, too, like what house they were at. So if you're calling them that day, it's fresher in their mind or even, you know, the day after. But I kind of personally like the day of one better because on Mondays, you know, people could be going back to work and not answering you or something like that. So it's just and when you are calling them, make sure you tell them like which house it was at because you want to remind them where they were. <laughs> and you can also say, well, uh, I'm the guy who, or I'm, I'm the guy or girl who gave you the, uh, the sanitize it with my, um, my logo and my, my name on it. Yeah. Exactly. Sanitizer's gold right now. Exactly. Guys. It's a good idea. And also just to, um, piggyback off that, I know a lot of, um, agents sometimes do struggle with the, uh, with the follow-up, but, um, Usually uh, offices have like a CRM or something and they put them on a drip campaign after. So you, you still follow up, but then stick, you stick, put them on the drip campaign and, and stay in front of them. Um, I know we're using a product called uh, KV Core. Um, after each open house, our agents go and they, they put it right into the platform and they stay on top of them. You're really good with that, right, Rick? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, Stephanie, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And go ahead and plug your business. And where can people follow you and how can people uh, reach out to and contact you? Yes, yeah, so I'd say the best way to reach me is to call or text me. Um, my number is 239-776-5157. 
I'm an open book and I'm happy to answer any questions or let you guys know when one of my next classes is going to be if you want to come and sit in on that. And then also follow me on Instagram at Stephanie J. Ross or you can find me on Facebook and add me there too. So any of that and like I said, I'm happy to answer any questions. Perfect. Go look Stephanie up guys. So now leads us to our email questions. Are you ready, Deshaun? I feel like uh, who wants to be a millionaire every time I ask you these questions. <laughs> yeah, go uh, ahead. And remember, guys, these are these are questions that have come in through the email that you guys have been asking, and I picked three really good ones. And of course, we're going to try to get to everybody's questions. So the first question, and Stephanie, if you if you want to help us answer Deshaun answer these and me answer these, uh, feel free to jump in. All right. The first question: What does a sponsorship do for marketing my open house and social media? Well, we kind of went over that a little bit earlier, but um, basically if you're marketing for an open house, you should, um, you should definitely get that out on social, uh, get that on your LinkedIn, get that on um, Instagram, get that on your Facebook. And remember, every time that you're post making a post, especially on Instagram, you're dealing with a different audience on Instagram as, you, as opposed to Facebook audience, as opposed to a LinkedIn professional business uh, audience. So you have to kind of tailor each um, open house marketing campaign a little bit different. I know a lot of people just like to cross them over. And, and sometimes it just doesn't resonate. You have to remember who is on those platforms and how are they looking at them. Um, Social is <laughs> different. Uh, as far as Instagram, it is, it's, it's kind of a in-your-face kind of reminder. It, it, you know, everybody wants to be an Instagram model type of deal. <laughs> you know, who's, who's following you? Everybody's looking for likes. On Facebook, remember when that started, it was all about family, network, and community, and sharing personal stories and, and things of that nature. And then on, on LinkedIn, it's professional. Uh, everybody's reaching out to try to um, uh, collaborate in one way or another. So again, Remember your target audience, so when you're you're doing these posts, um, uh, they resonate with with that audience. Um, and remember, social media is it's all about al algorithms. So they will cut your views down when you post something. So just because you have five thousand friends and you post something, doesn't mean five thousand people are going to see that. So that sponsorship, that boost button, is important um, for me. For example, when I do open houses, I'll start marketing on Monday, Tuesday and I'll put a sponsorship of maybe 20 bucks behind it. You don't have to put anything crazy, but remember, the more money you put behind it, the more people are gonna see it. Correct. Yeah, and I think it's important too, um, like you were talking algorithms. So personally, I know Instagram wants you to interact with the people. So kind of like questioning them or like, who do you know that wants to stop by? Maybe someone can answer that or making sure you're commenting on people's stuff too so it shows up more in their feed. Awesome. So, question number two. Everybody ready? What food or drinks should we provide at an open house? You know, I mean, it's really up to your preference. But I mean, if it's again, if, are you if you're trying to bring Taco Tuesday to Taco Saturday? Um, you know, <laughs> we had an agent in our office that went and got a bunch of Taco Bell. You know, uh, and and nachos. Um, I've seen. You know, the cookies are a big one. The muffins are a big one. Uh, you have to be careful now with. Again, if you're going to preview the house, you got to see what what is going to be in the home too. You don't want to be in a five million dollar listing and and have red wine and you know there's where everything's um, it could get stained and there's expensive things. If there's carpet in there, etc. So be mindful of those types of 
um, environments when you're in the in the house. Um, when you're picking up, you know, I like when I do mine. It's cheese and and apples, grapes, and things, chocolate, something, you know, something along those lines. I don't know if you guys have seen. Um, yeah. No, that's good. And like, don't we live in the like healthiest city? here yeah, so that one's probably perfect there was one time I was at an open house and uh, I had chocolate chip cookies and I swear this was one of our busiest open houses and luckily I was co-hosting with my mom and I'm walking behind these people picking up chocolate on the ground like wiping the floor I'm like never again will I bring chocolate chip cookies <laughs> it's always important to bring plates and napkins you yes definitely, you definitely want to have those things also what I've experienced in open houses too is when when people come in they're nervous, you know, they're walking into a house, meeting someone they've never met before. And if you haven't gone through a bu- to a bunch of open houses, of course, it's going to be a little nerve wracking. You're going to be nervous. So when people come in, I kind of give them some, a little bit of information on the house. And then I let them know, hey, there's, there's water here, there's cookies, there's chips, you know, whatever I have available at the time um, for my open house. And I just make them feel welcoming because you kind of, you want to break, you want to break the ice. And Cookies and water are usually, and other other food um, of that nature are usually a, a good icebreaker to get out of the way and let them feel comfortable when they're in the open house. But make sure you have your hand sanitizer. <laughs> hand sanitizer next to those uh, next to those cookies and those plates and things. I literally did that over the weekend. I was like, I'm gonna put the sanitizer bucket here and like go ahead. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that you say that with the cookies because sometimes you know I'll make a little joke. They're like, oh, cookies? Should I eat one? I'm like, eat them before I eat them all. You know, it's like a way to kind of break the ice yeah it's funny it's funny sometimes i'll have other realtors come into my open houses um, and look for their clients and they'll be all about the food they're they're used to putting it out for their open houses so they're standing there eating cookies while i'm telling them things i'm like hey man don't eat all my cookies those are for everybody else (laughs) so i got one more question from the questions is it better to do an open house 12 to 3 or 1 to 4. now that's uh (laughs) That is a good question, Rick, and um, I might need your help with this one as well, Stephanie. I, I would, I would think that like football season might play a part of it, you know, depending sure. on. Uh, I, I remember having a lot of trouble at some of the open houses because of football season, um, where people were rushing to to, to come in before, um, so they could go get their watch their game. But other than that, I mean, I, I don't really see a big difference. But I could be wrong here. Anything? Um. I don't see a difference either. I don't think there's any specific schedule that you need to follow, um, especially living here in Naples. You could do it any day of the week, you know, depending what community you're in. And then, I mean, I did one, two this past weekend, one on Saturday, 12 to 2, and Sunday I did 1 to 3, and Saturday was busier. I was surprised, and I don't know if it was the timing or anything like that, but I'm always watching things like that on Sunday too you go to you know church when are people leaving a lot of people do brunch and you don't want to do it too early where it's like people are still sleeping in or taking time in the morning so I mean just play around with it see what works best yeah I guess well I was going to say weather you know maybe if if you knew in advance it was going to rain between a certain time I don't yeah, know yeah in the summer you know. it could be hard and then another thing to to um too look and see if there's any other so if you're in a community see what other open houses are happening that weekend and if there's one happening at the same time as yours well obviously you kind of want to correlate it with theirs because that's going to drive more traffic to both of you really that's a good point very smart very good point 
Well, please contact us at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com or DM us with any questions or if you have any feedback. We'd love to get any feedback that our listeners may have so we can improve uh, the podcast. And um, we'll get them in next, week, next week's ep- episode. Follow and like us on social media at Doors Open Connect uh, for um, our Instagram page and then Facebook page at Doors Open Connect LLC. And uh, LinkedIn, it's still under my name, uh, Deshaun Robinson. And we did start a TikTok recently <laughs> um, at Doors Open Connect. By the way, Stephanie, have you had, uh, are you using TikTok at all? Is no, I'm not. And I was thinking about that when you guys, uh, I read it on the script. So I'm like, oh, TikTok. But yeah, they're saying that's the next, the, the, you know, next or best organic reach that you can, you can get. Really? Some views and realtors are starting to cross over. I've, I've got a, I've done a few posts, but I've got to explore it a little bit more. But um, definitely where, where the, the viewers are going, we need to be. Exactly. Um, I'll have to check it out. Sure. So that's all the time and questions we have for today. Deshaun, close it up. Hey, thanks again, Stephanie, for stopping by and taking the time out of our busy schedule to provide us valuable insight and feedback. And also, as always, thank you, Jared and Joe of Divine Digital for allowing us to record here again in your studio. Hey, if you have an exciting app idea, um, if you're looking for a website to be made or a, a marketing help with marketing campaign, or um, reach out to these guys. Your next business or project will be, very, be in very good hands. Follow them at Divine Digital Agency. And not sure how to get started, have questions, come meet them in person and discuss. I assure you DOC was just an idea until they made it very real and explained how things would work, should, would, should, and could work. And they were also very implemental in the, the step-by-step process. They are located in Naples, Florida, on the corner of Livingston and Pine Ridge in the Meridian Plaza on the second floor above Mora Bisto. And so, outro, big shout out, and thank you to all of our listeners, supporters, and until next time, we'll keep the doors open so your deals stay closing. I'm Sean Robinson, and this is my co-host, Rick Haas, and until next time, DOC signing out.